Welcome to Sweet Play Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike McMasunas. How's everybody doing today? And it has been a long, long time <laughs> since we have been behind the microphone. With me today, got some special guests. I have good old T-Mac. How are you doing today, girl? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And with us, we have a special person from the North Pole himself, Mr. Santa Claus, Jameson Very Good Rabbit. How are you, sir? I am great. It is so good to be back in the STL. It's true, man. It's great to hear you. And we've done it. We've officially broken last year's record. We've got it together today. <laughs> yeah, just barely. Just barely. So today is going to be a special day because Jameson and I said we have to get together before New Year's. We don't have a movie planned, but we got to do something because we got to break our record from last year. I mean, we promised Demolition Man like six months ago, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't really think about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, let's just get together and we're going to do a New Year's bash. You, me, and Tabby. We're going to kind of talk about everything that happened in 2018. Tabitha watched a ton of old school movies that I got her thoughts on. When do I never watch Right, but you watched a lot of brand new old school oh, yeah. movies. So like Superman movies, Police Academy, we're going to talk about all that, that stuff. It's going to be good times. And then Jameson's on, so we we got a short period of time because we're busy. Yeah. But this is going to come out on uh, New Year's Eve for you guys to roll into the new year, into STL. And uh, it's exciting, man. And hopefully next year we can... Uh, break this year's record uh, once, don't start one, making promises Mike hey one, th- one thing I've learned is is that after all these years voting works we just can't do multiple votes to plan out the year th- right. that, that's what I've learned so we gotta do one movie at a time that's what yep. we gotta do that's what I've learned in 2018 is voting still works in STL but because of our scheduling because of how crazy it is we have to do one movie at a time and then say, okay, guys, let's do another vote. That's how we got to right. do it. Under promise and overperform. That's what I always say. Exactly. So speaking of Santa Claus, you, sir, that's your new gig in life. You're Santa freaking Claus. And yeah. you're even in the damn paper today. Isn't that true? Yeah. Front page of the paper. That's kind of cool. Tell the STL Nation all about your new life, sir. Yeah. So um, it actually started a couple years ago. Jason and I were uh, watching a documentary for the Real Films podcast, Cheap Plug, and uh, <laughs> called Becoming Santa about this guy who decided to try and become a real beard Santa and some of those guys with the fake beards, you know? And I got inspired by it. And so last year, I just kind of dabbled in it a little bit just to see how it worked. And then this year, I went all in, uh, bleached my beard out pure white, and uh, started getting bookings. And I ended up getting a lot of jobs, going out, being Santa for different events, going to people's. Christmas Eve, I'm going house to house. I have a bunch of houses to go to on Christmas Eve. And uh, delivering presents, doing the Santa thing. It was a lot of fun. There was some serious mishaps along the way. Uh, with my beard, I turned it purple at one point on accident, <laughs> uh, which was uh, almost tragic. Uh, it was right before I was about to start everything. <laughs> but it, it was, it's a ton of fun. And, uh, you know, I, I like to be humble, but, man, I'm really good at it. <laughs> I'm like a really good Santa. I mean, I just – and so everyone that booked me this year already booked me again for next year. Everyone's like, I want you back next year. I had one lady – who I went and did her their their family Christmas party, right? They had like 50 family members of this house. It right. was a huge house. And uh, I go, I did my Santa thing. I handed out presents to everybody, this and that. And she told me, 
Every year, December 23rd, 7 p.m., we have our party. You are our Santa <laughs> until we tell you not to be. Like you have a standing standing reservation. Like, oh, sweet. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of fun. And uh, here it is. You know, as we're recording it, I just got done dyeing my hair uh, dark brown now. The Santa, Santa is no more for this year. Well, I would hope so. Today is, uh, you know, December 26th, you know, pulling back the curtain. And uh, I would hope you don't have any more Santa jobs. But that's awesome. Man. It's okay to, you know, to toot your own horn, if, as they say sometimes, you know. It's been a lot of fun. And I get paid more doing Santa than I do at my actual job. Isn't so that, that insane? That doesn't hurt either. I mean, I, people were very generous, especially when I was out on Christmas Eve. I mean, I was getting, I was going to people's houses for 20 minutes and getting $100. Well, can we talk about the Christmas spirit real quick? So you unfortunately had your furnace break. Mm, mm-hmm. And that was, uh, this that is a blessing in disguise that you were Santa because all this money paid for your damn furnace it did. bill. It did. But talk about all the people who helped you out. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, our furnace went out in, uh, you know, it's it was cold. It was the beginning of December, I believe. And uh, and um, the furnace guy came and said, yeah, we can fix it maybe in the, tomorrow or the next day. I'm like, well, it's supposed to only be 30 degrees. Sure, that's going to be awesome. And uh, <laughs> I just put out a little thing on Facebook, and it was amazing. I had so many people offer me space heaters. It was ridiculous. I had the first person was a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in 20-plus years came over. I had not seen just facebook kind of chit chat but had not actually seen this girl in 20 plus years she comes over drops off heaters it was incredible and so i ended up i think with seven of them did not need seven of them in fact uh plugging in a bunch of space heaters uh it blew the circuits of my house (laughs) (laughs) you can only plug in like two of those yes uh, dealing in it every day i have multiple computers that uh go offline because of space heaters yeah 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 it's not it's not fun and uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, that now, of course, I bet the kids were not very thrilled during this adventure. Yeah, nobody was super thrilled because you know the space heaters were nice, but it still was below sixty degrees in the house. Uh, you know, and so everyone was kind of cuddled up. Everyone went and cuddled up in my bed. Uh, my wife and the four and the three kids. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I, I, got I, I got five kids. To <laughs> <feed>. <laughs> uh, I I laid on the living room floor in front of our little fireplace and like basically huddled up against the space heater. <laughs> nice it was it was pretty cool but yeah i mean that happened and uh had car issues and thankfully the santa gig kind of covered the expenses for all that which is awesome you know it's awesome to have things provide so good deal man that's awesome so for uh christmas this year uh tabitha i and the family we did the masoonish tradition of watching the greatest of all the christmas movies gremlins we start you know we did that of course, we have our tradition of Home Alone 1 to Gremlins Die Hard. Those are pretty much the four we do. And then we did Friday the 13th and Kill People <laughs> online uh, the rest of the day. So it was it was a great uh, Christmas spirit in the Masuna's household. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Oh, man. So what would you do for Christmas? Uh, Christmas, uh, they tried calling me to go into work because we got like a dusting of snow. And the phone rang at 3 o'clock in the morning, Christmas morning. And I said, no, thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah, we just did our little, you know, open some presents. And this was the first year that we didn't have, like, a bunch of relatives' houses to go to. So we just kind of chilled for a while. And then we went over to some friends' house and hung out with them and had some great food. And awesome. just kind of relaxed. And then and then Sarah and Tirza and I went and uh, watched Mary Poppins. So it was a pretty chill Christmas. How was the new Mary Poppins? Is it good? It's really good. It's, it's awesome. very similar to the original one. Um, it 
yeah, it kind of captures the original really well. So I recommend it. Cool. Have you seen Aquaman yet? I sure have. Uh, okay. How is it? Good? It's good. It's good. Um, there's, there's some really good parts. There's some really, really corny parts. <laughs> Do the sharks look good? Um, in parts, yeah. in parts, but there's, I, I don't know. There's, there's also parts of it that are like the huge fight scenes where it looks, it, it looks just way too computer animated. It looks like I'm watching a video game in parts, you know? Okay. All right. I don't know. That's just me. I, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of all that stuff, but, uh, but Jason Momoa is good, man. He's really good. Awesome. I liked him a lot. And, uh, Bumblebee. Have you seen that yet? Uh, no, I'm supposed to go see it tonight. Ooh, man. That, yeah. that, that sounds good. You know, I got to catch Aquaman and Bumblebee. But uh, speaking of movies, man, let's talk about some of the stuff we watched this year. So uh, <laughs> while we were taking our little STL break, because, you know, uh, we just can't seem to get together. So in the meantime, we're like, OK, well, number one, my passion project finally took off this year. Yeah. And uh, the Knight Rider podcast, which is called uh, Jump In, comma, Michael, a <laughs> Knight Rider podcast. And, uh, yeah, man, first episode is out, and uh, Tabitha is on there giving her new perspective on Knight Rider. And uh, I have to admit, I was really proud of the first episode. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out yet, sir. I caught, like, the first half of it. What did you think so far? So far, so good. Uh, You guys have a fun dynamic. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, because we didn't record anything in December, because we were going to do Fright Night as the next episode, we're going to do two episodes in January to make up for it. Because like I said, as I said, it's real hard to balance a a podcast like this because you have no new material, (laughs) but you only have so much material and you have to somehow keep putting out new podcast to keep your audience entertained Mm -hmm. but how do you balance it out that's where it becomes hard that's why i always think one episode a month is is a good thing and we already we already got four itunes reviews which is awesome and uh, everybody raved about tabby so i'm super pumped to read all that stuff on the next when that episode goes out so for those of you that uh, want to support a new podcast check out jump in michael podcast aka a knight rider podcast on itunes you can't miss it, or if you just type in Masunas in iTunes, M-A-S-U-N-A-S, you'll find it there. So I'm super pumped about that. I'm glad it finally went and uh, and finally took off, even though it's my most expensive show of all the podcasts I pay for. That's it. That's number one. So did you get my? Did you did you read my review I posted on there? It said something about like keep Tabby, but get rid of the other guy. Uh oh. no, I missed that one. <laughs> I get to take over now. It's true. <laughs> All right, so Tabby watched some uh, some new movies that I said, okay, so now's the time to start rolling out these movies. And one of the movies we checked out, neither one of us had ever seen before, but I heard rave reviews, and it was free on uh, Hulu or Voodoo. Something we like to do is check out Voodoo a lot because of yeah. free movies. Falling down. Finally, wow. check that out, right? So th- I was like, Tabby, check out this trailer. And we watched the trailer. This is the one with the with the guy with the glasses who goes psycho. And uh, oh, that he, movie. Michael Douglas yeah. movie. Yes, Michael Douglas movie. The guy that just finally has it up to here. <laughs> and the customer's always so right. Great. Well, yeah. So falling down. I finally saw it, man. That movie was insane. Holy He's, the, crap! His his character is what happens to Steve Martin's character from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles the next day. Yeah. <laughs> he finally just says, "You're messing with the wrong guy." So what do you think, Tabby, of falling down? 
like when I first like was looking at it, I was like, this movie seems so stupid. And then we started getting into it. I was like, oh my goodness. Like it went from zero to a hundred really quick. It did. This guy was super savage. And the ending, I expected that ending. Yeah. I really did. It still sucked. But I can see why this is everybody's favorite Michael Douglas movie. And I don't know what I like better. If I like the, you forgot the briefcase scene or the restaurant scene. I the think, restaurant scene is a classic. I think the restaurant scene is my favorite scene. Or the guys that try to shoot him and then they crash. And then he goes up and just smokes them anyways while they're laying on the ground. He's like, thanks for the bag. I mean, The thing with the restaurant scene is that we've all been there. We've yes. all been like, are you kidding me? I just want breakfast, man. Oh, sorry. It's 1031. You know, or yes. anything like that. We've all been in a situation like that where it's like, come on, man. Can you just do me a solid here? Nope. Sorry. Can't have your hash browns. <laughs> I would hate to have my burger how it was because literally that's all they do. They advertise a nice juicy burger <laughs> and then they give you a flat pancake. Yes. That that was the other thing where he starts talking about the size of the burger. Yep. I thought that was classic, man. I was like, I really, I really, and the, the comments I got on Facebook was like, as you get older, you relate more with, with Michael Douglas. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Now, Robert Duvall, I've always loved this guy. It's like you could put him in the worst movie possible and you'll still get a solid B rating out of the movie just because he's always stellar. You know what I mean? Yes, he is. I love Robert Duvall. He's fantastic. I think my favorite's still Days of Thunder, but he was awesome as the cop in this. Is like the cop nobody wants to listen to, but he knows what's going on and pieces it all together. Got one more day left. Yeah, so good, <laughs> man. So falling down, uh, we finally saw it. Do you give two thumbs up for that, Tammy? Two thumbs up. Heck yeah. Uh, okay, so we did the Police Academy movies, right? <gasps> now, obviously, uh, there's like seven of them and only four exist, okay? so <laughs> I'm with you. So we watched the first one, and I think within the first seven minutes, Tabby was invested. And usually it takes you a little bit. Yeah. But let's talk about the Police Academy movies. So number one, Steve Gutenberg. You got Kim Cattrall from Mannequin, which you were depressed she wasn't in the sequels. But what do you think of uh, Police Academy number one? I love that one. That one is probably my favorite. My favorite is the one guy that makes all the noises and mm -hmm. like how he drives everybody crazy. Yes. Isn't it Michael, Michael Winslow? Yes. I love that guy. He's so good. Um, man, Steve Gutenberg is so good. I, I haven't seen, I didn't seen Police Academy in 15, 16 years. So I, the only one I ever remember was uh, Citizens on Patrol. It's sure. really the only one that I remember. And the first one was really, really good. Number two wasn't bad. Number three was definitely like a high, like a hybrid of one and two. And I mm -hmm. think by the end of it, I think Tabby said number three was her favorite. Because when okay. I asked you after we watched all three, uh, number three was when the they went back to training where the recruits went back to teach the younger people because oh. there was the competition of closing down the police academies and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, that one's my favorite. So what about you, Jameson? What's your favorite police academy movie? Oh, my God. They all blend together because it has literally probably been 20 years since I watched Police Academy movies. Um, I, I love the original one. I, I remember seeing that one multiple times uh, in the theater, actually. Um, boy, which one's? Oh, Mission to Moscow. That's a terrible one. Oh, no, no. That's like seven, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, once Steve Gutenberg left, that's it, man. No, I, I, I don't do remember like sitting down with the VHS copies of this, like probably 1994 and watching all of them that existed at that time. And uh, losing interest. 
like five. Yeah, <laughs> they they do blend together though. Like if they you really try to th- if you try to think of it, you're like, well, what part was that in? Ah, I think it was like yeah. like the the blonde teacher with the big boobs doesn't. She's That's not in part one. two. She's in one. She's not in two, and then comes back for three. Yeah, I mean the scenes. It's just like, well, which one did Bobcat do this one? Which one did Michael Winslow do this noise? Exactly. So overall, super fun to revisit the Police Academy movies. Um, still need to watch number four because it was uh, one, two, and three were free on Vudu, but not four. And I was what like, the hell? I know. I was like, I don't they're know if Plex. I want to. Every single one of them, they're on Plex. For real? Yeah. There you go. Okay, so Plex is my. Uh, my thing that one of my friends hooked me up with. Yes. Is, uh, yeah, I've been I love using it. Plex for a couple of years. We, my cousin and I put both of our entire collections on a Plex. No kidding. So you know what Plex is awesome. Oh, we have like 10,000 movies on this thing. Oh, sweet. He was going to the library and just renting 50 movies at a time <laughs> and you adding gotta, them. You got to hook me up with your account, sir. It's pretty great. He's got a, a large server that uh, provides us. Yes, yes. And if the server ever goes down, I have a backup for the other server. So. Oh. It's good time, but he did get busted because all of a sudden I was getting like movies that weren't released yet. I was like, "How uh-huh. is this on digital?" He's like, "No, I got busted, dude." So uh, I had to shut it down. I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> yep, you gotta be careful. Okay, so let's talk about Tabby's new favorite '80s movie that we must watch at least once or twice a huh? month: Revenge of the Nerds. I love <laughs> oh, that <movie>. boy. <laughs> oh man! Go back and listen to our review of that. I- <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though, is I tried to watch it. Like, I didn't tell Tabby anything about it, right? Uh-huh. And immediately, we do this thing all the time. Fonda looks at us like, what the hell? We always go, uh, excuse, please. Uh, uh, why did I call you a uh, booger? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we do that all the time. Takashi is her favorite. So, of course, after the scene happens, uh-huh. I was like, so, Tabby, I was like, what did you think about that scene? She goes, oh, it was all right. I was like did you like the rape scene? And she looks at me like, what are you talking about? I was like, okay, so James and I, we reviewed the movie and we talk about how this is a rape scene. Yeah. And uh, she's like, huh, I can forgive it. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. That would not hold up well in the me too generation. If that came out today. It's true. I, I mean, it's definitely a thing of its time, but yeah. uh it's so good, man. Now it that I, now that I can just you know watch it through her eyes, I guess it's just uh, after Ford Fairling and hearing her joke that she tells everybody in school now. <laughs> Wait, what, what? That's the your famous oh! line when somebody says I came from so and so, and you're like, yeah, I came from my dad's penis. And then they just look at me and they just walk away. <laughs> they just stop talking to me. It's pretty classy. I know, man. I'm training her right. <laughs> All I do is use 80s quotes when somebody tries to insult me. I pop out with an 80s quote, and they just, like, they get really salty. I like it. And they don't even know where it came from. It's true. Uh, Let's see. Another 80s staple that she watched was uh, House. After you guys reviewed that on Flicks, House is the, yeah, yeah, uh, which you thought was okay. You weren't in love with it. It was cool. Yeah. I agree. Um, but uh, Curly Sue is the only John Hughes movie she hadn't seen yet, and that was free. We just watched that. Now, I know you and James Belushi are not a big fan, but Curly Sue was, was really good. I, I remember I had some memories of it, and I really enjoyed it. What did you think of Curly Sue? I loved Curly Sue. She is such a savage. <laughs> and one of my favorite lines is really meaningful. It's like, You'll know he loves you when he feeds you first. And then I look over at my dad. I'm like, what does that mean? And then he said, who do I feed first? I said, oh. Yeah. 
So, uh, do you got thoughts on Curly Sue, son? I haven't watched Curly Sue in forever. I only vaguely remember anything about it. Well, yeah. well, I mean, that's Is, the one, you know, where um, her mom died and he yes. took care of her and they always stay with I remember thinking that little girl was really cute and uh, that she, surprised that she never really did anything after that. Well, she's a singer. I mean, she sang a lot in Curly Sue, but I looked yeah. her up. She's got her own band and everything, which oh, makes perfect she? sense, you know? Okay. Yeah, she's a, she's, a big, uh, she's a big rock singer, I guess. Oh, like cool. under, underground kind of thing, but... <laughs> Yeah, she she still looks just like Curly Sue, which is pretty <laughs> sweet. So, cool. Um, another one I introduced her to, which she loves, it, but she can never remember when I say the title is Opportunity Knocks. Oh with, yeah, with, with the con man who Dana Carvey. The, Dana Carvey. They do the the love con so, where he pretends they go in the house. The baseball. Yeah, the baseball. Ah, remember? Did. Okay. <laughs> I have to explain it to her for her to remember what it is, but that's her first Dana Carvey movie. So yeah. there you go, man. I love, I love that movie. I, I, my cousin and I went and saw that movie without knowing anything about it. We went, we got dropped off at the movie theater and we're like, let's go see this. This guy from Saturday Night Live. And just loved it. And it was one of those movies that we just quoted for the rest of that summer. Just oh, good stuff. Good I time. know. There's so many good, uh, so many good things in that movie. It has a lot of heart though. That's what I really enjoy mm-hmm. about it. You know? It's so good. Um, okay, so you know how sci-fi movies are like really bad, right? I mean, they're they're supposed to be bad, right? That's the whole purpose. You so, mean like Sci-Fi Network? Yeah, yeah, like okay. the Sci-Fi Sharknado. Network. But yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so during October, you know, it was supposed to be the big STL Oktoberfest, but you and I, you know, we we got together and did It's Time for Five, which was awesome, right, and right. me and Tabby did Halloween. So I was just watching some random movies, and of course, you and I, we have no shame in admitting that you and I love boy bands. You're in NSYNC, I'm Backstreet Boys. You know, we, yeah. we always have our behind-the-scenes discussions that nobody hears about, which is fun. One day we'll have to record that. Sure. But I'm like, okay, so NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, O-Town made a movie, I got to watch this, right? So it's called Dead 7, and it's this Western that is uh, written by Nick Carter from Backstreet Boys, and it's got Joey Fatone and um, the other guy, um, uh, Kirkpatrick, Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Excuse me, yep. Okay, so those two are part of this group, and one of the guys from O-Town um, is a like a ninja samurai, and then you have AJ from Backstreet Boys, who's this evil demon vampire if you will now nick carter's wife who really is like she blew me away because i was like this is her first movie she's not really an actress but she was really good in a in a sci-fi movie and it was really fun i mean obviously it's a big zombie movie but it was done really good i'm like for a sci-fi movie this movie shouldn't be this good i had a lot of fun with it and it's fun because you know you're watching your favorite you know boy band guys you know, taking people out. It had a lot of awesome violence in it, which I was really surprised for a sci-fi movie. So I assume, oh. sir, you haven't seen Dead 7 yet, have you? No, I I do remember seeing, like, the poster or something for it. Uh, but I never actually saw the movie, no. That's well, cool that it's decent, though. Let's put it this way. Joey Fatone is this drunk guy with these nasty teeth, and he's real big. And it, we we were through, I think the movie's like an hour and 45 minutes. We're like an hour and 20 minutes in, and Fonda's like, who is that? I'm like, that's Joey Fatone. She's like, get out of here. I'm like, that's Joey Fatone. Like, he's the comedy relief guy. He's just, he's always drunk and just makes these awesome jokes. 
But she had no idea that was Joey Fatone. That's how like lost in character he was. <laughs> and but Nick Carter though, he's got this squeaky clean white teeth and the squeaky clean like he's supposed to be this dirty cowboy and he's like squeaky clean. I'm like, okay, dude, you gotta dirty it up a little bit. Right. But overall, it was fun. And uh, his wife is like this sorceress or whatever. So and of course, you know, Dead Seven. Obviously, people are gonna die. I won't mm-hmm. say who. But for a sci-fi movie, I recommend it if you can catch it next Halloween. Put it in your, you know, rotation. I think you'll have some fun with it. Obviously, it's not going to be an A-plus movie, but it's super fun if you just enjoy it for your favorite boy band getting together and make a movie. I thought it was pretty fun. So Nice. Good times. There you go. Um, so... Uh, Let's talk about something a little bit different than movies. So I got Tabby into something that I've been into for many, 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 many years. We were at Walmart, and I'm like, hey, you want to try some Mexican ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) So so you know the Helado Mexican ice cream, the strawberry kind that the dude's in, like, the chair? You know, from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, time to have some good ice cream. And I got her to buy a box, and she took a bite. She's in love with it. Now she's got to eat it all the time. We bought a box of six, and I ate five. Nice. <laughs> that was her, you know, diabetic snack for the night before she uh, went to bed. Five so. of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, one for every night. Okay. But but that's some good stuff, man. I forgot how good that stuff was, dude. Yeah. So good, man. Whew. What sure. uh, what uh, new food have you gotten into this year, sir? Anything uh, anything new? Huh. Because you know um, we gotta talk about food. We always talk about food at the year end. So I have some friends of mine that we go over to their house every Friday night and they're from Nigeria. Ooh. And, uh, this year they got me, I kind of challenged them. I was bragging about how I like spicy food and they're like, Oh, you like spicy food, do you? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I got them to make me, uh, some of their food, uh, from Nigeria. And one of the things was a spicy goat soup, which was amazing. I mean, a spicy goat soup. <laughs> <laughs> I ate out of goat meat and some crazy spices that, I mean, I like hot stuff and it lit me up, but it was, I, I love that. I love, uh, the kind of spice that'll like get my eyes and my nose watering right away. Really? And it was actually, it was really good. Uh, it's, you know, it's an acquired taste to be sure. And, uh, I kind of dug it. I've had that a couple times now. Woo. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm a weak white boy, man. I can only <laughs> handle, you know, like I got to do mild. I can't do like hot because, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got to have a big glass of milk if I'm going to go that far, man. Right, right. Ugh. I don't know. <laughs> T- Tabby, I think she likes them peppers, though. I don't know. What peppers? I don't know. You like them green peppers. Green peppers are sweet. They're not spicy, Dad. Really? Jalapeno oh. peppers are spicy. Jalapeno on a stick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, I got her to watch a few Arnold movies she hadn't seen before. Uh-huh. So I uh, got her to see Twins with uh, good old uh, Danny DeVito. Remember, he's oh, the yeah yeah. The really you, short one. Yeah, what'd you think oh, yeah. of Twins? What's your thoughts I've on that? I've seen that before. And oh, I you really did? Like okay. It, yeah. Now, movies she didn't see before though was the Terminator movies, Terminator uh-huh. One and Two. I've seen like before I watched the whole thing. I seen like snippets of it. Like I remember seeing it. And, like, I mean, obviously, you don't have to watch the movie to know where the I'll Be Back came from. Right. Because, like, yeah. But part one, though, clearly a horror movie. Part two is a big sci-fi movie. But I forgot how funny Arnold is in that movie. 
<laughs> you yeah. know, and we watched the we watched the special uncut version, so she, I never showed her the theatrical mm-hmm. because you know I think there's a lot of great stuff in that uncut version. Like you know, I like seeing Reese again coming back yeah. in like the dream sequence, or when they cut Arnold's head and the debate of do we kill him or not. You know, I I think that stuff should have been left in, but whatever. Um, overall, what would you think of Terminator 2? Because in most people's eyes, that's considered, if not A, Arnold's greatest movie, or B, the greatest action movie ever. What did you think of Terminator 2? Isn't Terminator 2 where, like, he comes back and, like, saves the... Right, oh, he's okay. the good guy, and yeah. they have the liquid T-1000. I really liked that movie, but I like part one personally better. Really? Oh, yeah. cool. Wow. Because I was just, not expecting that. Like, I don't know. I feel... Because, like, I'm so used to, like, horror movies and everything, and, like, I love Terminator 1. And, like, Terminator 2, it's a great movie, and I love the actress. I don't know what her name is, but, like, she's the main. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, I like her role in this movie. Well, here's what's great. So you and I did the Halloween review, and uh, one of the... Yeah, the new one. And one of the things we talked about is how it's resetting the timeline. Yeah. Okay. Well, lucky for me, I haven't shown you the terrible Terminator movies because I refuse to do that. There's more than two. There's going no, no, no. <laughs> There's a new movie coming out that erases the that resets the timeline mm-hmm. that goes after part two. So you don't need to see three, four, and five. You're gonna watch this new one coming out next year that has okay. Linda Hamilton. She's coming back just like Laurie Strode came back, and Arnold's coming back. So it's going. What about to be... Edward Furlong? Will he be back? I hope not. Sir. <laughs> the nation hopes not. <laughs> That's uh, that was John Connor, with the squeaky voice. The little kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. The little kid, but he turned out to be a terrible actor. When terrible. He he's he's worse. Like Terminator Two is literally his best movie he ever did. And that, that's not saying much, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's coming back, and it's going to set up a new generation of women to take over, kind of like how Lori set it up for the granddaughter kind of thing. Uh-huh. So it's in the same vein of that, which, you know, speaking of that, you know, one of the things I really enjoy, because, you know, you and I, sir, we did the Cobra Kai thing, which was uh-huh. awesome. I like how things are kind of reinventing itself or rebooting, if you will. And one of the things I did just recently happened that I found that I was – I really enjoyed was Macaulay Culkin finally embracing <laughs> Home Alone again because he made that Google commercial, which was so fantastic. And then he just recently did an angry video game nerd where he did all the video games. Oh. And because, you know, Macaulay Culkin has hated Home Alone for many, many years. And it wasn't until this past year he really embraced. And I don't know if it has to do with the Cobra Kai love and, you know, the Halloween love. If he's like, you know what? I think I should embrace my most famous character because everybody else is embracing all these other franchises. Why should I why should I crap on Home Alone? You know, I think he's matured and gotten away from rebelling. I think he's accepted that he's probably never going to. I think for a long time he rebelled against it because he didn't want to be Kevin McAllister. He wanted to be a real actor. And I think he's finally realized like. Yeah, I'm probably never going to reach that level of fame that I dreamt of when I was a kid. But I was going to be like, you know, a huge A-list star forever. And because I st- all of a sudden he started showing up on podcasts this year. And I'm like, look at this. You guys got him. And and really interesting and really poignant and talking about, oh, willing to talk about 
you know, his child stardom, which before, if you asked him about his child stardom, he'd be like, don't talk to me about that, you know? Yeah. And it feels like he's matured and embraced who he is now. And also he's gotten clean, which helps. Yeah. He's, uh, he's still weird though. Like when you listen is. to him, I mean, he's totally eccentric, but he's not like off the rocker. He's like, been a multi, multi-millionaire since he was six years old and yeah. was divorced from his parents at the age of nine. He was like his own man. And he's had a weird life, and his brothers have had weird lives along with. I mean, that whole Culkin clan have not had natural upbringings, and so yeah, he's a weird dude. And then if, you know, he's seen some things and done some horrible things to himself. But if I love seeing him, yeah, now and clean. that Google commercial was just. It was so hilarious. Phenomenal. He and finally got to eat his mac and cheese. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think that Macaulay Culkin now is what Corey Haim would be today if he was still alive. Like... You yeah. know what I mean? Like past all the drugs and everything like that and just trying to reinvent himself and probably be like, you know what? Looking at all my old stuff, I made some pretty great memorable movies. You know, exactly. But of course, you know, his birthday was just a couple of days ago. But so it got me thinking of it. But I'm, I'm really happy to see that Macaulay Culkin is embracing. And that Google commercial was so good. I think I've watched it like 30 times. It's, it's so, great. so good. And it got me thinking about it. And, and man, I had a Cobra Kai fight today, dude, online. Huh? Okay, so when did you when did you use the I, I, I must have won. No I must have won because he left the group. Okay, hmm. so all right, so time traveling Peter, we know has this amazing Cobra Kai companion network, right? Hmm. He actually has one of the writers now in the Facebook group, dude. That's how awesome oh. it's it's turning into, right? So one of the guys in there is really defensive and hates Cobra Kai, hates Johnny, and just says that they're pure evil. But we keep trying to explain about how there's Karate Kid is very black and white. Cobra Kai is very gray. Daniel's not good. He's not bad. He's a regular person who makes mistakes, just like Johnny. Even Daniel says at the end, Johnny is not a bad guy. He just has a lot of demons. Well, this guy just doesn't let it go that Cobra Kai is evil. And I'm like, I'm like, you're right. Daniel's such a saint. I mean, he only raised the rent for numerous people and probably put so many small businesses out of uh, business. You're right. Mr. Miyagi taught him well. You're right. And after, <laughs> after that, the guy's like, you guys are, you, you're, you're brainwashed, blah, blah, blah. I'm leaving. I'm like, good. See you later. So, and I felt bad because I'm a moderator of this group and I, I should be, you know, I should be setting an example. I was I was totally cordial. I never was disrespectful at all. That was really the only smart-ass thing I said. But it was like, come on. Look, I've been bullied my whole entire childhood and teenage. And even I can recognize that people change and not – a bully is a bully because something happened to them, you know? Uh-huh. So yeah. you, you got to take the blinders off, you know? And it's just sometimes people unfortunately can't – I, I don't know it just sucks you know and it's like you know it's what i that's what i love about cobra kai is reinventing for a whole new generation man i mean how awesome is it karate kid is going on to a whole new generation now man tabby tabby's like we just did a, a cobra kai rewatch the other day she's like i love this show it's so freaking I love, good i told my dad i said i love johnny more than daniel LaRusso, and he's <laughs> i gave her a, I, I smacked her man I'm with you like, tabby <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, it's it's funny though because I mean this all of this uh, reminds me of like 14 years ago when my oldest boy was a real little guy and suddenly he was way into Star Wars and Indiana Jones and Transformers and I was able to go out then and 
buy all of these things that I grew up loving because he they were all of a sudden big again. And I was like, this is amazing that like my things that I was way into have come full circle. And now it, the next generation is way into them. And so it's fun to watch trends like this. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and it's weird that like a lot of things I was thinking about this the other day. She was a lot of times like these trends that recycle themselves. It, it's it's kind of a one time thing, like something from the 70s. All of a sudden, everything from the 70s is hot. But the, it's like the things from the 80s have had such a shelf life. Yeah. And 10, 12, 13 years ago, they recycle themselves and things come to the surface again. And now again, and still like everything eighties is being redone again and people are loving it. And it's like, it has this continuous shelf life that I don't remember any other genre or time period having. I think it's, it's cool. And for guys like you and I, it's a testament to why the eighties is the best. (laughs) Exactly, sir. Woohoo. Amen. I'd give you a high five over (laughs) the mic if I could. (laughs) Oh, it's true, man. I mean, look, you got She-Ra remade now on Netflix. Because Fonda was just asked, she's like, hey, I taped the He-Man and She-Ra special for the kids. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, just show them She-Ra on Netflix. They redid it. She's like, really? I'm like, you didn't know about Pretty that? too. Yeah. I'm like, now Thundercats, I am not going to watch that trash. Uh-uh. They look terrible. horrible. Oh. <laughs> And the oh. new Ninja Turtles. The new Ninja Turtles. I mean, they totally, like, took a crap on Nothing that, man. Nothing the classics. Nothing. Right. Oh. Oof. All right, so let's talk about the Superman movie, sir. Oh, boy. All right. Okay, so now Tabby grew up, I hate to say grew up because it's only a couple years old, but she grew up on Man of Steel, okay? Uh, because it's the only like Superman movie she ever watched. I never showed her any of the Christopher Reeve stuff. And when we saw Man of Steel, you know, she was the one while people were bitching and complaining about Superman at the end. She was the one coming out of theater like, Superman didn't have a... You know, he had to do that. You know what? Screw those guys. You know what? He saved all those people, and he'll never do it again. That's how he learned. It's like Batman Begins. He can't be Superman overnight. You know, she stuck up for it, right? So, of course, when we get to Batman v Superman, she's bawling for a half hour when we get out of the theater because Superman died, right? Yeah, we come out of the theater. Like, I was enjoying the whole movie, and then I saw Superman die, and I was sitting there. I had tears in my eyes finishing the movie. I come out of the theater. I just start... He looks at me. He goes, are you okay? I just start bawling, and then I say, I'm never watching that movie again. So I had to explain to her, Superman comes back, right? Uh, So finally, we're to the point, you know, Justice League's over, and, you know, we're pretty much at this point where Henry Cavill's probably not coming back, right? We're probably going to begin a new one. But I was like, okay, I'm going to show you the Superman movies that I grew up on. Now, I want you to watch it for what it is. Try not to compare it to Man of Steel. I know it'll be hard, okay? It's like watching a Batman movie and trying not to compare it to other Batman stuff. And oh, there's, only and, one and there's my girl who said she Christian Bale is Batman. I was I was like, that's my girl. She's like, I'm like, high five, girl. All right. But anyways, going back. She's like, Ben Affleck's okay, but Christian Bale is Batman. I'm like, there you go. So... And I don't hear Jameson say anything, so I think he has other thoughts. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. So I'm like, so I think you'll really enjoy it. The story is really good. Now, the special effects, sometimes they look really, really good. Sometimes they don't. But just watch it for what it is and try to enjoy it. So what's your overall thoughts? Let's start with Superman 1. What, honest opinion, uh, what did you think of Superman the movie, Christopher Reeve, 1978? Okay, so my honest opinion. There were parts of it that I could see where, like, the editing wasn't as good as it, like, could have been. Because, like, you know how, like, they're, like, on, like, 
you know how like they swing from the top and like you could see the little white wire the harness holding them up i saw the wire like once in the whole thing that was the only, one of the only negatives okay i loved when he was playing clark kent he was so funny <laughs> and then i loved him as superman but i didn't really like i enjoyed lois lane but like there were parts that i didn't like about her because like she only liked superman she didn't like clark mm -hmm. which was my thing of why i love man of steel because she loves clark kent and then she helps him become superman when now here's the thing i'm gonna say this after rewatching after all these years i've always hated lois lane in these movies but i came to appreciate and and really like what they were doing with this one where she likes you know she thinks clark is goofy but she's in love with superman i used to hate that as a kid but growing up now i can appreciate the the first movie and the future movies much more mm -hmm. and um funny enough i always was like i always crapped on on superman 4 but you know what? After rewatching this, I'm going to have to say Superman 4 is way better than Part 3. I was waiting dude. for you to say it was your favorite. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Number 2. Number 2 is my favorite still. Um, I didn't show her the Richard Donner cut. Uh, she, What's your favorite? Didn't you say it was number 2? I think my order was like... Two, I thought you said 2, two one, 1, 4, 3. Four, three. Yeah, I think that was my order. Yeah. That's Tabby's order. Um, why did you like Number 2 so much? Probably like everybody else, because it's just. I told her so much crap happens in this movie; it's ridiculous. Yeah, you don't have you don't have the forty five minutes of setup before you become super. Yeah, it's true. You're gonna have to refresh my memory on part two. That's the one with Zod. With Zod, yeah, and then he he stops being Superman, and then he he gets hurt, and and I just I love how he always has the comeuppance, you know, at the end with the. It's funny. I never seen garbagey garbage before. You know, so good. Oh, isn't part two with the bar scene? Yes, that, okay. exactly, the bar scene. All right. yep. I enjoyed that movie so much because like it had its funny moments, it had its serious moments, and it also had like like great Superman moments. Okay, so Jameson, mm -hmm. uh, what's your order of the Superman movies, sir? One through four. Where what's your you know, where are you at with those? Yeah, I two, one, three, four. Two, uh, one, three really? Yeah. Two, yeah. one, three, four? Okay. Two, one, three, four. Um, yeah, I just, I can't stand for, <laughs> just, well, I remember going to it in the theater a couple of times and that the dude who's the, the quote unquote villain is just a horrendous actor. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I, and I like the, the only thing in three is a bad movie too, but yes. the thing I love about three is, I mean, it's a mix of nostalgia. Like I remember watching it at the drive through theater. I remember going to the drive-in and watching Superman three and like, oh, this is great. And I vividly remember from when I was a kid, like my favorite thing was when evil drunk Superman yes. and Clark Kent fight each other in the junkyard. And, Best part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And so that alone, like that, if it's close between three and four, like, well, that's a great moment. That's a, I love that moment when he rips open the shirt then, you know, like it's, it's good stuff. Um, but two is just, I mean, the villains are great. The storyline's great. You're right into it. It's full action. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of, for me, like a perfect Superman movie. Yeah. Um, now, Richard Donner cut. I've only seen it once, and yeah. I remember not liking it. Yeah, very much. it's, I, I don't think it's all that's washed up to be. Some people, you know, swear by it. I, I, I don't need it. 
because I, I bought it on Voodoo and I couldn't find Superman 2 the theatrical. I had to buy the bundle with the stupid Richard Donner cut. Yeah. So I finally found the version that had uh, Christopher Reeve on the front cover. And it was one, two, three, and four. And I got it for like uh, 20 bucks for all four of them. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it didn't have the Richard Donner cut. And then, of course, Superman Returns is now free on there. So I said, you know, we, we can skip that one. It's okay. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so, uh, I, if I remember right, you said you like this Clark Kent better, but you love, uh, Henry Cavill's Superman better or what, cause where are you at now? Now that you've seen everything, where are you at with this whole, I enjoy this Clark Kent better than the Clark Kent in man of steel because this Clark Kent, he's a really like, he's a great actor. And I don't think that, um, Henry Cavill, like it's not that he did a terrible job, but, like, I feel like he played Superman way better than he played Clark Kent. Well, and they use him as Clark Kent a lot more in those old movies. He actually gets some things to do where he, they really didn't use Clark a whole lot in the, yeah. in the Man yeah, of Steel verse. Yeah, it was all Superman. Yeah. yeah. It, it, was, uh, it was good times. And it's funny. I read a story about how when he was Superman, everybody was all over him. He actually went out to try with the glasses and the hunch over and nobody recognized him. And he said yeah. it worked then and it works now. So. Hey, man, that's a bad outfit. Hey, Jim. <laughs> Woo. That's a bad outfit. Woo. We quoted that for days. Yeah. Fonda, Fonda was looking at us like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Like, I think she worry. does that a lot. It's true. We do we do our movie quotes all the time. She's like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just a movie we just watched the other day. So. I didn't like the one that Lois Lane was in it. I was complaining. Yeah, number three. She didn't like it because Lois wasn't in it. So. Sure, part, sure. One of my favorite scenes about part one is um Otis. So <laughs> to, to kind of wrap things up, uh, one of the kind of save the best for last, but uh, I think her – surprising favorite of the year was clerks that i showed her oh man yeah (laughs) she's like this is a black and white movie i'm like it's okay just keep watching and (laughs) then we get to randall and she's like i love this guy clerks we need to watch that again yes i enjoyed (laughs) clerks one way better than i enjoyed clerks two oh yes yeah yeah Yeah. even though it had um patricia arquette in it I still liked Part 1 better. Patricia Arquette is not in Part 2. Rosario Dawson is in yeah, Part 2. Yeah, that... Wait, who's Patricia Arquette? Uh, that's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Medium, oh, The Blonde. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's who I meant. I don't want to say Mimi, though, because... Yeah. They, get, they get confused a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, sir. So, uh, yeah, man, this is... Uh, it, it's been a fun year of catching up on old movies. Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited for what STL brings in 2019. Uh, you and I uh, will finally do some Demolition Man, and then we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll throw out. We swear. We swear we will. What's Demolition? Isn't that the movie we didn't finish? Uh, no, you haven't watched that yet. We, we were supposed to do it like back in June or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so going forward. We will only do one vote, yeah, and then we'll do the movie, and then we'll throw up another vote. That's no right. more of this. Let's voting for the summer kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, what's that one movie? It has Blade in it, and then Wesley um, Snipes. What about? It's, um, it's got Blade in it, and then it has um, the guy from Expendables. I can't think of his name right now. Sylvester Stallone. Is it Expendables Three? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's they're both like, in that. 
<laughs> we didn't finish watching the movie The Guy. Yeah, that's, that's Demolition, Demolition Man. Man. Yeah, that's the movie we're talking about. That's when I was I didn't... like, no, you've never seen that. Uh, okay, yes, we have to finish. Yeah, you were loving it. You were cracking yeah. up. Okay. There so... was another. Well, you oh, can come on. Plan. Okay, you can. Yeah, Escape Plan. She just watched that too. She enjoyed that. So you can come on the Demolition Man for that. So. Okay. So good time, sir. And then, uh, yeah, man. Uh, what do what do we got planned for next year, man? What do you want to do for 2019 that we didn't do in 2018? Demolition Man. Uh, outside of that, you got it. <laughs> you got any plans uh, or, or or changes we should make to the show? I mean, because you, I mean, you're podcasting every every week now on Flicks, so I mean, uh, you're rocking and rolling. I don't. Sure. I, I'm just left in the dust. I mean, <laughs> what, whatever, you know. Hey, I shut one podcast down. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm narrowing things down a little bit. It's true. Uh, yeah. You are you are coming on next month. This will be the first time you come on with. Uh, we do our top ten. That's uh, Tabby and I do our top ten movies and music of the year. That's you're gonna come on for that because you're doing something different on flicks. You're gonna do your top ten best. Right. But with us, you're gonna do favorite because your favorites totally clearly, different list. <laughs> totally different list. And you can you, you can have the more fun stuff on here. And one we can... is a critical list and one is a personal list. Yeah. So make sure you get your top ten songs. Tabby's going to get her top 10 songs and I'm going to get my top 10 songs. When do we do movies? Uh, well, in January. We're oh. going we're going to get together. We're going to put our list and it's obviously it's going to probably be a two-part episode because so you be and I together do two two and a half hours. So with Jameson on, it's probably going to be like three and a half hours. I already so. have my top two movies of 2018. Okay, well, I don't want right. to hear it now. Yeah, so just save it for the show. Save it for the show. Ow, I can't wait. So, uh, yes, that will be the next STL episode. will be the year-end review of our movies of 2018, our music, and uh, some more good times that we come up with. So I hope you guys enjoyed this New Year's bash. Uh, you know, just a, it's a little something to throw out to you guys. So hopefully if you're out there getting drunk, you can at least listen to us, uh, make you make laugh and uh, just kind of review some of the movies. Because next year I'm going to show Tabby even more crazy old movies she hasn't seen yet. And I'm excited for seen it. almost all of them. Oh, you know, boy. All the oh, boy. She, she doesn't know yet. That's a challenge. That's a challenge. Uh, so uh, thank you, sir, for coming on, man. It was super fun, even though Thanks we only had a little me. bit of time, man. It was good times. And uh, I'm going to roll out the, the show on a song. I have no idea, no idea what it is yet. I'll come up with something. And Wait. then uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a great way to kick off uh, to the end of the year. And uh, good times. Make sure you check out the Knight Rider show. That's going to be coming out, uh, a new episode. Go check out episode one. Hopefully you guys dig it. We were huge. <laughs> Go argue with Michael on the Cobra Kai companion page. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Peter. I really didn't mean to do that, dude. P- please forgive me, man. I don't want to be banned from the show. Guy man, gets a little so. bit of power. He starts throwing people out. I I swear to God, I've never used any power. Today was just the only day I voiced my opinion, and evidently it was too strong. So not step to me, bro. Come at me, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. We'll see you in 2019. So you guys have a good one. Take care. We'll see you soon.
ました。